Well, hello, beautiful friends, and welcome to episode number 41, Regret Proof Your Life with Life Coach Kwavi. In this episode, you'll discover how so many women struggle with feeling invisible and how to overcome it, how to live life on your terms with zero apologies, why you should never wait until the fear goes away before you take a risk, and that you're never too old to pursue your dreams and why you need to now. I am so excited to share this fabulous conversation with you, but first... Are you frustrated with shopping and feel there must be a better way? Then I invite you to try out Style Finder Boutique. My husband Jim and I, aka Big Daddy, opened Style Finder in 2015 to bring women just like you the best in upscale casual clothing that's perfect for work, the weekend, and everything in between. We offer three easy ways to shop. You can shop with us 24-7 at shopstylefinder.com. Or you can download the Style Finder Boutique app for both iPhone and Android. Be sure you turn notifications on so you know when we go live. You'll not only find a selection of amazing clothing, but we offer tools and resources to ensure you get clothing that's right for you. From our Shop the Look videos that offer styling suggestions, to fit videos and measurements that help you determine if something will fit your shape, we bring the best of online shopping to your laptop or mobile device. Use code PODCASTLOVE to save 20% on your first order online or on the app. If you're in Raleigh, North Carolina, then I invite you to visit our brick-and-mortar location. We're in North Hills Shopping Center, and our team of stylists are here to assist you in curating the perfect outfit, selecting the perfect gift, or building a whole new wardrobe. Who knows, I might be in the boutique myself to personally help style you. We help you know what to wear and how to wear it so you can feel confident and beautiful every single day. Let us be your style's secret weapon so you can dress like you mean it. Welcome to Style by Mary Michelle, a podcast designed to empower you through personal style. I'm your host, Mary Michelle Nidefer, a master style coach, founder of Style Finder Boutique and creator of the Style Finder ID system. I'm here to help you know what to wear, how to wear it, and how to get dressed in seven minutes or less. Let's go. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. I have such an incredible guest with me here today who actually just accomplished something that we're going to chat about, but it's pretty, pretty exciting. Her name is Kwavi and Kwavi is a certified life coach, author, and international speaker. She is passionate about promoting a positive narrative for women in their 50s and over. Amen to that. Yes. She empowers women in their 50s and beyond to rediscover their purpose and passion by sharing powerful tools and resources that help them take control of their lives on their own terms and embrace midlife as a fascinating and exciting journey. Kwavi uses one-on-one coaching, group coaching programs, and international retreats to inspire women around the world to transform their lives. And Kwavi, I'm so excited to hear more Yay! from you. I'm excited too. Yay! So yes. tell me, tell me, tell me, how did you how did you come to be here, to be someone in her 50s that inspires women? All right. So it started off, I'm 
I actually started off as a weight loss coach. So in my 40s, I was a weight loss coach and I enjoyed doing that. And uh, my approach to weight loss was understanding why women were overeating. So I did it from a perspective of their mind, in addition to giving them strategy. And then probably four years before my 50th birthday, I decided to go ahead and interview women just to see, you know, what their lives were about. And maybe they could give me some advice, you know, going into this new, you know, era. And I was disappointed. 80% of the women I interviewed, you know, describe themselves as invisible. And that got me thinking, I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You have lived this amazing life. You have all this experience. And now you're going to say you feel invisible. And so I started doing more research and it's a thing. Like that is a thing with women over 50. And I said, you know what? I am going to do my part. I'm going to take this journey on. I'm going to do my part to empower women to rediscover their purpose and passion so that they can live this next chapter on their own terms. And that's how I started. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to be the post child for this. I want to do it all. I'm like, and I'm going to, my goal is to empower 1 million women Mm -hmm. to rediscover their purpose and passion and birth out their ideas into the world. Because I think Mm -hmm. that can change the world for real. Absolutely. Absolutely. Wow. Girl, you're a powerhouse. <laughs> well, you know, it's so interesting that you you talk about being invisible because, you know, I'm a, I'm a master style coach and I work mm-hmm. with women to help them express their, their authentic style. And yes. one thing that I also hear is that I feel invisible. I want to dress in a way that helps me to show up. So what are some of, if someone does feel invisible, how, how can they overcome that? Well, they can overcome it all quite frankly. It takes steps though. They have to be ready to do that because, you know, the other thing is there are some women that want to stay in the shadows and that's okay. If that's what you want to do, that's okay. But I also know that lots of women who get to this stage and they're like, uh, what else is there? I want to be more, I want to do more. How do I do that? What does that look like? And that's where I come in. I help women figure that out. I ask them certain questions to kind of help them unravel in their mind what it is they want to do for this next chapter. And it can be something completely different from what they've done in the past. And that's okay. And helping them overcome that because their mind, their thoughts are going to tell them, why do you want to do this? It's too late for you. You're too, you know, you're much older. You shouldn't be doing this. And that's where I come in. I let them know that those thoughts are okay, but you get to challenge those thoughts. Those thoughts are not facts. They're not. And you get to challenge them. Yes, absolutely. Well, Kwame, I think you and I are the same age. We're yeah. Both 53. Yes. And it's so fascinating because, you know, I, I feel that, you know, with my own personal journey, I, I remember when I turned 40, you know, mm-hmm. all my friends were like, oh, like it was the dreaded birthday. I know. Excited to turn Thank 40. Thank you. And I feel like in so many ways, it was like 40 for me was the beginning. I feel like mm-hmm. I was 40 long before I was 40, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. Yeah, I definitely understand that. Yeah. And like you, I embrace my age. I look at it as, listen, I am here. What's the alternative? I won't be here, right? So I'm here. So I'm going to take all of it. <laughs> Amen. Yes, yes. Now, what put you on your on this path? You said you started out as a weight loss coach. Yes. Did you, have you struggled with your weight or did you just see your clients struggling? All right. So no, I haven't struggled with my weight. And I started this journey when I was 19. Mm. 
And so at 19 years old, I was in college in England at the time, and I was just flipping through the channels. And I stumbled upon this documentary titled, I can't remember the title, but it was about cattle and how, you know, meat gets to the table. And I'll tell you this, the conditions in which they were raising those cattle was deplorable. I was like, no. And right there on that spot, when I saw that, I was like, I'm not eating meat anymore. So I stopped meat. Um, I stopped eating chicken and I started doing my own research and think about it. I'm 53. So that was when I was 19, that was, no one was doing any of that. And so I had to do the research on myself, by myself. And I just decided, okay, I was cutting out different foods. And then I went into, I wasn't eating, I started looking at things that we were eating, like everything that went into my mouth. I was like investigating everything. And I was like, what is this number? Something, something, what does that mean? And I was like, I don't know what it means it's out. And so I cut out everything. And back then my diet was probably more like vegetables and fruit and like even fizzy drinks stopped all of that. I started drinking more. It's so funny. Cause I remember back then it was Avian and Perrier. It didn't have a lot of bottled water. So that was my, that was what I would drink. And it was funny because I was in college. So a lot of my friends were like, yeah, this is time to have fun. And, and I was like, so I was just like, party of one because it was just me. And then I remember a couple of them started noticing that I looked different and it was just visibly different. Like I, I, I probably was looking more radiant and they're like, what are you doing? Can we know what? And then I would give them little meal plans and that's kind of how it started. But I was in college for computer science. So that wasn't the path. You know, I was like, okay, I can't make money off, off of this. I can't make it a career, but I could just do it on the side to help people. So I would just do that. And then in my forties, I'm like, you know what? I've done this for so long. I need to make a career out of it. And that's when I went back to school to learn to become a life coach and then became certified as a life coach. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. That's <laughs> awesome. Well, it's interesting. Yeah. I feel like you and I share so many similarities because mm-hmm. except that I did, I have struggled with my weight mm-hmm. and yeah. from, starting from an early age. Yeah. I joke that my maiden name is little and there is nothing little about my <laughs> family. Like we've all had our weight issues. Yeah. Oh, but I love that you took your own personal journey and mm-hmm. used it yes. to, to help women grow yeah. from the oh, inside yeah. out. Oh, yeah. Because you absolutely, you look so healthy and beautiful and you glow and you radiate Thank you. and just watching you in social media. Thanks. Like, you, just got, you have some energy. Thank you. And I tell women that this, this is not exclusive to one person. This that I, you know, that I'm experiencing is available to all of us. We just have to be open to accepting it and taking those steps forward. Yes. Yes. You know, one thing that, that really, I feel like I've heard a lot in my career. I've been a style coach for 14 years and I've heard Mm. it a lot over the years. However, I think after COVID I've heard it a lot more. And that is women coming into our boutique or calling me to, you know, work as a style coach talking about weight and Mm -hmm. it's a barrier. And Mm -hmm. it's just, it's almost like, okay, I've gained weight. And it's almost as if they use that as I'm going to hide in my clothes. Mm -hmm. I'm not good enough. I'm not worth it. I'm, you know, why, why does that happen? And how can we get out of that? And see, this is, I actually had a conversation with one of my clients about this, where I said, it's not an either or. I tell them like, listen, okay. So at this point, wherever you are on your journey, embrace it and celebrate it. Now, even if you're not at your goal weight, so let's use weight as specific because for my clients, it could be different things, but let's use goal weight. So even if you're not at your goal weight, 
it's okay for you to celebrate and appreciate this body that has brought you to this point, but also you can also have goals because you want to, you know, you want to lose weight. That's okay. Because I think sometimes in that most women think, oh, that means I'm, I don't appreciate my body. If I want to, I'm like, no, it just means you're appreciative, but you have other goals and that's okay. That's how we all grow when we have goals and we move to what, that's how we grow. And so just getting women to realize, okay, you know what? Let me be compassionate with my body. All right. I am where I am right now, but I'm going to appreciate where I am because I'm here, but then I can take steps towards this goal that I have to lose weight. And that's fine. Yes. Yes, absolutely. I love that. You know, it really does start with self-compassion and oh my goodness. honoring yes. yourself wherever you are. Oh, in your journey. Wherever mm-hmm. you are, wherever, mm-hmm. because that self-judgment, there's no benefit mm-hmm. when you judge yourself. I mean, let's face it, the world's going to judge you anyway. And then you <laughs> self-judge. I'm like, come on. Uh. Yeah, it adds insult to injury. Yeah. So, so let me ask you this. You've got such fantastic style. I love your style. Oh, and I have to tell you that dress that you're wearing, that color is what oh. I would call your skin intensifier. It oh. just makes you look radiant. Oh, thank you. Thank <laughs> it's you. It's powerful. So if you're listening on the podcast, you have to go watch the video on YouTube because she <laughs> looks amazing. Clearly, you've got such a great sense of style. How do you feel like style can make a difference? Oh, oh, listen, I think it does. It's like you're touching on all topics that I discussed with some of my clients yesterday. I mentioned to a client yesterday, I said, you know what? This is what I'd like for you to try out. Mm. You're home most of the time. You know, you're not working anymore. So you have all these different activities, but you don't really have to get up to go to work. But this is what I'd like you to try to kind of help you uplift your moods and get you doing the things that ordinarily you won't do dress up and get ready, just dress Mm -hmm. up. And so I told her, I said, you know, you have all these dresses in your closet. You're waiting for the nice event. I'm like, listen, COVID has taught us that we just never know. And so I told her, you know, just do this for one week. So we have an experiment going on. I'm like, every morning, dress up and wear makeup, even if you're not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. And, she, and when she thought about it, she said, you know what? Even thinking about it, she got excited. I'm like, do that. And then she went a step further. She's like, you know what? I'm going to go to the grocery store all dressed up. And I was I like, it. do it. Yes. And listen, it, this style, I know for women, I don't know about men, but I know for women, oh my goodness. When we dress up and, you know, we put the makeup on, we dress up, it just gives us a boost in energy. I totally agree. I'm like, I work from home, but I dress up in the morning because that lifts my spirits up. Absolutely. I remember during COVID, there was this meme around going around and there was a woman who was dressed up in this beautiful dress and she had her crown on and she said, let me get ready to go to the mailbox. I'm like, right. I love it. Thank you. Thank it, you. Oh, that gives me an idea. I'm going to definitely do something like that. Oh, I love it. Yeah, there you go. That'll be a TikTok right there. <laughs> yes, exactly. Because, you know, I love TikTok. <laughs> yes. I've been having fun with some TikTok too. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But it's just, it's so, I think it's just such a power. What I've found is, I mean, I've always been passionate about style, but I've found mm-hmm. that it's such a powerful tool. It because is. Because when you can look in the mirror and see yourself dressed up, Yes. Like, wow. Like that's what I'm capable of. That's who I am. It's yes, amazing. It is. And the other thing about feeling that way is feeling drives action. And so when you feel that way, you're like, oh, I want to do this and I want to do that. It just, you know, gives you that boost to do things that you normally, ordinarily, you wouldn't probably want to do. Yes, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Now let's, let's talk about goals for a minute. 
Yeah. I think you had a really big goal recently <laughs> that you just, we get to celebrate you yes. today because. Yes, yes, yes. Tell us what you just want. All right. So uh, let me give them the backstory so they know where I'm coming from. So when I was 16, I had watched this ad for a beauty pageant and I was like, wow, that'd be nice to do. And I was about 16 at the time. And I was like, nah, I won't do that. And I kind of just pushed it aside. But the thought kept coming up. And then um, I was like, you know what? Can I do this? And I'm over 50. I'm 53. I was like, can I do this? And then I entered the beauty pageant and I said, OK, you know, I'm just going to do it for fun and experience it. And I won. <laughs> I love it. That is so this so happened awesome. Sunday. Yeah. So and not only did you win, didn't you get like best interview? Yes. And I got a, yeah, an award for best interview too. So I was like, yes. Fabulous. Well, that just yeah. shows that, you know what, whatever you want in life, you're not too old. Your hair's not, not too short. I know you talk like, about that a lot. Yeah. Because I, I, I think for me, you know, participating in this pageant meant it wasn't just for me. I'm going to be honest. It was just for other people too, because I wanted to show others that, because for instance, when I started researching the pageantry, that whole industry, most of the women there are young. Most of them have very long hair typically blonde hair. Most of them are white. Most of them are, I mean, so I didn't fit any of those, but I said, you know what? I want to do it. I'm going to do it. And I just want to use this as a way to encourage other women. Now, pageant, entering pageants might not be your thing, but there might be some goal that you're thinking about being like, oh, I might be too old or the other people in there don't look like me. It's okay. Go for it. Because regardless of the outcome, you're going to feel a sense of fulfillment that you achieved it. Do you know what I mean? It's like, and the process in leading up to it, you grow in so many ways. Like for me, just being around those women, especially the younger ones, it was just nice to talk with them and just know what they're going through. I enjoyed the whole experience and I made some friends that I, you know, now I have some extra friends that I didn't have before that day. And I just think that's all part of living life. So, yeah. Absolutely. So. That mm -hmm. is a bonus. Yeah. Yes. yes. Definitely well, a bonus. It just shows that, you know, like you said, you're never too old. No, no, you're not. And I think sometimes we get, when we're over 50, we get stuck in that. And I, and I understand why, because, you know, you see these images around you that don't look like you because um, women over 50, they don't, they don't show us on TV a lot, even in movies. I mean, you even hear from celebrities how their roles start to dwindle after they hit a certain age. Mm -hmm. And so we see that around us and sometimes, and then even, you know, even though it's kind of changing, but even when you go to like the grocery store to buy a card for someone 50 and over, you see the cards, it's always like, oh, death sentence, you're over the hill. And, you know, okay, they, it sounds funny, but guess what though? People are internalizing that and taking that as truth. And some women take that as their story and think, well, you know, I'm over 50, life is over. And so my goal is to change that narrative. My goal is to help women change that narrative because it doesn't have to be your story if you don't want it to be. Absolutely. 50 is the new 30, right? I think I actually, you know what? I should say 50 is the new 50 because I want people to realize that we're 50 and this is it. Like, look at the new 50. This is yes. what it looks like, you know? Yes, yes. <laughs> it is. Yes. Amen to that. that yes. Is, that is so true. But I feel like, you know, I, I think both of us deal with a lot of women who have kind of given up along the way. Yes. Oh, yeah. But let's talk about like the ripple effect. You know, when, when you say that to yourself, you know, I know you're a mother, I've got yeah. mm -hmm. four teenage kids mm -hmm. and 
you know, the ripple effect of when you say no to yourself, like oh you're, you affect everybody around you. Yes. But what happens when you say yes to yourself? Thank you. And that's why I am so, I mean, listen, I really want to empower a million women because I know that when I empower a million women, that is more or less a hundred, because guess what? When women show up for themselves, like you said, it's a ripple effect. It affects so many, we're affecting so many people around us. Like women at our age can change the world for real because we Amen. are like, it's like we're, we have these tentacles in so many different places. So when we show up, it's like we're affecting so many others. And then also look at it from the perspective of the younger generation. If we show up in all our splendor in what we want to do, like shine bright, the younger women are watching and they can say, well, you know what? They're 50s, 60s, and 70s. Look what they're doing. I can do that too. So you're encouraging them. Yes. You know, I own a women's clothing boutique. And one thing that's really been important to me since we opened six years ago is showing what I like to call real women as models. Mm -hmm. Right. And having our clients come in who are, you know, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70. And, you know, we even have some clients shop with us who are in their 80s or 90s. Thank you. Exactly. like, Why not be beautiful at every age? It is. I mean, it's, but, but truly that is the truth. Yeah. Beauty does not exist for one certain age group and your yes. value as a woman doesn't diminish as you age. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, let's show up for ourselves and let's redefine what it means to be beautiful. Yes. It's, it's what I mean, you it's, want to, it, it, there is no standard. It's not a one size fits all for beauty. It's like, it's across, like it's a spectrum. Like let's Absolutely. embrace that. Absolutely. Now let's talk about regrets. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I think so many women, when they hit 50, start to think about regrets, you know, the woulda, coulda, shouldas and mm -hmm. doing things differently. And, you know, what do you do when you hit that point? And how do you feel like you can regret proof your life? So the way I, t I what I tell women is, you know, the things that have happened in the past, we really can't change that. And it's our job, if we want to grow, is to look at those things that we didn't like or things that we didn't do that we didn't particularly, you know, are fond of. I, I tell them, look at those learning experiences. Like, what can you learn from those things? Now, moving forward, you get to choose. Like, because sometimes we can be so stuck in our regrets that we don't even want to look forward. I'm like, no, let's do this. Leave those on the side learn from them. You can take a few lessons, but don't take everything. I always tell women, listen, you can't take everything from your past. I look at it as, you know, when you're traveling, you're going to, you know, especially if you're going international, internationally mm -hmm. to a country, they tell you when you get to the airport, you can only take mm -hmm. two suitcases and anything extra you'll have to pay for. Mm -hmm. And that's how I look at our past. Like take a few things, but don't mm -hmm. take everything because if you take everything, it's going to cost you from moving forward. And so as you look forward, you can decide, but I want women to realize that this is your chance to do those things that, you know, probably you've been thinking about. It's like, oh, I'm not sure. Get to do them. Listen, yes. This is your, I mean, this is your time. And I was reading an article the other day. One of the, the one of the, the, the top regret most people have on their deathbed is they didn't do the things that they really, truly wanted to do. And mm -hmm. they kind of, you know, thought about, oh, you know, the expectations of others, what will people think? And they used that and limited themselves from doing what they truly wanted to do. And so for women, if you're listening, just go for it. I don't know if you're going to succeed at it, but I do know one thing. That's not one thing you're going to regret because you did it. You know, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. tell us about one of your 
one goal that one of your clients had that she achieved? Well, okay. So there are so many, like there was one of my clients, she, um, she had wanted to, well, she came to me and she wasn't sure. So I have an online community called Flourish. So she's in my community called Flourish. And she was kind of like at this spot where it's like, she didn't, she had fit, she'd retired. She didn't want to go back to work. She said she could, she was an educator, but she was like, eh, I think I'm done with that. She's in her sixties. Now she's actually making awesome crafts that she's selling on Etsy. And the beautiful thing is, you'll appreciate this. Is she always wanted to sew from when she was much younger, but she was like, oh, I'm not sure. And I'm like, okay. So I'm like, but why can't you? She's like, oh, at this age, start learning how to sew. I'm like, why not? So now she's doing that and she's about to earn, to open an Etsy shop. That's awesome. I mean, look at that from, she's in her 60s. So she's starting a whole new business. And when she talks about it, you can even see her face light up. I'm like, that is why I love the job that I do. Seriously. Yes. Yes. It's so That's powerful. And excited. Yeah. Women need encouragement along the way to say, oh, they do. You can do it. There is you nobody can. saying just because you're yeah. certain age or your hair short or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and I think sometimes want. we don't have enough people in our corner to kind of push us forward. And so we kind of like, okay, even kids. I mean, I'll talk about my own kids. Before going on TikTok, my kids are like, oh, mom, she doesn't go on TikTok. It's for, it's for us. I'm like, what does that mean? Like for young people. I'm like, okay. And I listened to them in the beginning. And then three months later, I'm like, I'm going on TikTok. And they're like, no, mom, it's for and I ignore them, but I'm saying that those are my kids who I love and who love me. And they think, oh, you're supposed to do these things are certain for this age, but you have to override that and just realize that why not? And now I'm on TikTok. I have like 30,000 followers and most of the women that follow me are in their 50s, 60s and 70s. Mm-hmm. So there are people yes. like that on TikTok. Absolutely. You know, I don't follow young people, you know. <laughs> Yeah, when I got on there just a few months ago, uh-huh. it was a little, it was a little reluctant, and finally uh-huh. I did. Uh, uh-huh. I've been on Instagram for a little while, but one of my son, my son is fifteen, and one of his yeah. friends started following me, and he got on there. He's like, "No, he can't follow you." That's what happened. To, it's, it's funny you say that. That's what happened to me too. One of my son, one of my son's friends, my oldest son, who's eighteen, they saw me on TikTok, and so told him, and he's like, "Mom, I told you. See, see." <laughs> My friends are not supposed to see you. (laughs) Yes. But the thing is, though, look at what we're putting out there. And they might go and say, hey, mom, you need to come watch Quavi because she's got a message you might resonate. Thank you. Exactly. a great example for the kids. And that's the thing. Because at least, you know, we're putting a positive message out there. So I think it's good. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, what else would you like to share with our community, Quavi? Oh, so I wrote a book and I'm so excited about this book because it took me 10 years. Well, not this book, but it took me 10 years to write a book because I've always wanted to write a book. It's one of my goals. And during COVID, I just said, okay, Quavi, just do it. But this is a strange thing that happened. I released the book. It was published in June. And when it was published, I didn't tell anyone. And I didn't know what was going on with me. I was like, why? And I, that's, I just didn't feel comfortable saying it. And then my coach approached me. No, my publisher approached me. She said, well, you know, we're having this book fair, virtual book fair. Can you read a pat, you know, one of the questions in your book, videotape yourself and then send it to us so that we can put it in the virtual book fair. And I said, I don't have my book. She's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Your book came up a, a month ago. Why don't you have your book? I'm like, I don't know. She's like, okay, Kwavi, why did you write this book? And as soon as she said that, it's like, mm-hmm. I was like, I know I wrote this book. I wrote this book because I want to empower women. I want women to realize that they that they can't use age to, you know, kind of define what they want to do. And I kept going on and on and on. And she said, then do it. Mm-hmm. But I now look back 
And I had the case of imposter syndrome for real because I'm not an author. That was my first time. I'm a coach. I organize retreats. I speak. I can do all those things because I'm used to doing them. And so the role of author, it was almost like I was putting putting on this outfit and it didn't quite fit because I wasn't used to it. And I was like, I'm not an author. I can't do it. But I had to overcome those thoughts in my head that kept saying, you're not an author, you're not an author. And then I just, I went for it, but that happened to me and I'm a pretty confident person, but the role of author, it kind of just kind of didn't feel right to me in the beginning. And, uh, but I'm glad, you know, I overcome that, I overcame that. And then the book is out there. So I'm so excited. And the book is titled 50 questions to answer when you reach 50. I love it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah. That actually brings up a couple of things that I want to talk about. Okay. Fear. Yes. So many people. And I I think what you said, and you know, I've certainly felt it as well, but I think what you said is so like, I think a lot of people walk around and they think, well, coaches don't feel that way. Or people who are out in the media or the spotlight or are doing TikToks, they don't feel the fear. We absolutely feel the fear, but we know how to handle it. Yeah, that's it. That That's the difference. It's like, we all feel fear. Yes. Sometimes we use it to propel us forward. Sometimes we can use it to you know keep us back, but you get to decide that. Like, where do you want to go? So where do you want to put fear? I always tell my clients, listen, fear is going to come. You know what you do? Let them stay in the passenger seat. As long as they're not in a driver's seat, you're good. <laughs> yes, so true. Because I think so many people feel fear in that, oh, I can't do this and I can't do that. And then they, they have regrets and they, yeah. <laughs> they mm-hmm. don't reach their goals and they don't live the life that they want to. Yeah. So, yeah. yes. But I think the other thing that you said that when you is, is so true for a lot of women as well, when they lose their way is connecting with your why. That's what happened to me. It's like, once you said that, I was like, okay, I got this. <laughs> yes. yes. Why, why do you feel that so many women lose sight of their why along the way? I think it's because up until that point, they've probably people please their way to that, to that point. So this person wants this. Yes. This person wants, and then guess what? You end up losing sight of who you truly are. I mean, I meet women when they come to me for coaching, they say they look at themselves and they don't even know who they are anymore. And that's because they have fit into different boxes for other people. And now they're not even sure who they are. Right. And that's hard. It's hard. It's difficult trying to kind of figure that out because all of a sudden you're like, so who am I? And then at this age too, kids are leaving home. Some people are going through separations because that's, there's a high rate of divorce at that age too. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes you find yourself alone. That, that's new. The kids have left home. And so you're, you know, you're navigating this new path and you add menopause on top of that. So there are lots of challenges. Not that you, they can't be overcome, but it's hard sometimes to do that alone because you're not even sure what you're going through. Mm-hmm. And that's why coaches are so valuable at this point to me. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. I think, I mean, I, I certainly have coaches in my life. And yeah, I do too. Yeah. Makes all the difference. It does. Just to give you some guidance. Yeah. What would you say your ideal client is, Kwabi? Okay. So my ideal client is a woman who is really overwhelmed, like not sure what they, what's going on, but, and then is in that 50 and over range, mm-hmm. but is ready. like. I know there's more. I know I have a lot of stuff going on, but I'm ready to do it. Like most of my clients, especially my weight loss clients, they come to me around the holidays, which I know is a challenging time, but they're like, I know this is the holidays. This is a challenging time, but I'm ready. 
and those are the clients I love. I love clients that come in when their life is almost like chaotic, but they're like, you know what? I'm ready to do the work because I know that having a coach will help me see through this because sometimes people say, well, let me get all this taken care of. Then I'll come to you. No, no. You come to me when you have all this going on. That's the best time because when you learn all of this, regardless of what life throws you, you'll be able to handle it. Exactly. They come to you when they're committed. Yeah. Oh my goodness. They, and they have to be like all in. Cause I'm like this work. I mean, it's amazing on the other side, but it's a lot of work. So you have to be ready to do it, but it's so worth it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I mean, I have had a lot of coaches in my life and I don't, I don't work with a coach unless I'm all in. Yeah. You have and, to be all in. And honestly, a lot of the times I have been on in all in have been during some of the busiest times of my life. And yeah. I've got some incredible results because I'm That's like, all right, it. going with the flow, but I've got somebody to guide me. Yes. And it oh. keeps me from being overwhelmed even more. Yes. It, that's, so. that's, it brings it down. But pe- most yeah. people think, oh, no, I can't. Do-. I'm like, this is the perfect time. This yeah. is the perfect time. Because yeah. you see the breakthroughs even in yourself. You're like, wow, I just did that. I'm like, yes, you did. <laughs> and then when things calm down, you're not sitting there in this pit of despair. Like, oh, I should have done this when I when I really thought about it. Yeah. Yeah. You're celebrating. I did that. Yes. Oh yeah. I'm all about celebrating the wins. I celebrate everything, the small wins, the big wins and everything in between. How do you celebrate? What's your favorite one? See, oh goodness. So I love my own me time, like chilling. I can get a magazine. I can just be by myself. That is like, oh, heavenly to me. Like I love my free time. And so like mornings, that's like my best time because everyone's still asleep. I have this free time. I can just chill. Oh, I love being by myself or maybe going for a walk. Those are, I mean, those are the, those are things I can easily do. And they kind of stimulate me like, oh yeah, I feel so much better. Yeah. Me too. I'm, I'm an introvert. And so that's when I recharge Yes, that, that time in the mornings or just, mm. you know, solo time to go do a face oh, mask. Solo face. time. Love, love solo time. Yeah. Amen. Absolutely. Yeah. So Kwame, tell us how people can get in touch with you if they would I- like to hear more. So if you'd like to know more about what I do, you can contact me on my website. My website is www.quavi and Quavi is spelled K-W-A-V-I-N-Victor-I.com. I'm also on Instagram. My handle is at Quavi, K-W-A-V-I underscore TV. And I'm also on TikTok at K-W-A-V-I underscore TV. And I'm uh, also on YouTube at Quavi TV also. Yes. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, we'll be sure to drop all those links in the show notes. Yeah. Quavi, anything else you want to share with our listeners today? No, just, you know, if you're 50 and over or you have relatives or friends who are turning 50, get the book. Yes. I wrote this book. A because great Christmas gift. It's a great Christmas gift, birthday gift, just a gift overall. One of the reasons why I wrote this book was I was at a point in my journey where I was reading a lot, but I wasn't taking action. Like I'd get excited and I wasn't taking action. And so I told myself, if I wrote a book, I'd write a book that, you know, allowed women to take action while reading. And that's what this book does. It's like, you have to answer the questions. And the thing is with questions, the questions I ask are all about you. So that focus used to go inward and write. And so this book is for, is for anyone. It's like anyone that is ready to do the work. The other beautiful thing about this book is I've written in such a way where 
People get to know who you are. So this is like a legacy. You can leave this. Your great grandkids long after you're gone can read this and say, wow, is this what she was about? Oh, that's really nice. Oh my goodness. She was like this. And then that's one of the reasons why I wrote this book. So it's a gift that kind of keeps on giving. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Bobby, it has been such a joy to talk with you today and hear about <laughs> all your amazing journey. Thank you. So I will Thank be you. sure and put all your links in the show notes. Make sure you go follow Quavi on TikTok and Instagram because she, <laughs> this girl has got some energy. She's <laughs> Thank so, you so much. Appreciate it. You. Yeah. Thank you for being here. Thanks. Thanks for tuning in to Style by Mary Michelle, where women come to get dressed in seven minutes or less. If you enjoyed this podcast, I invite you to leave me a five-star review on iTunes or wherever you're listening. Be sure to follow me on Instagram at Style by Mary Michelle and shop our boutique at shopstylefinder.com for the best in upscale casual apparel. Better yet, if you're in the Raleigh area, come see us. We're located in the North Hills Shopping Center, the premier shopping district in Midtown Raleigh. For details and links mentioned in this episode, be sure to see the show notes. Have a beautiful week.